0: I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Our feet shall stand within thy gates, O Jerusalem. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise him, all creatures here below. Praise him above, ye heavenly hosts. Praise Father, Son. And Holy Ghost, I'm Dr. DZ Cofield, Senior Pastor here at the Good Hope Missionary Baptist Church of Houston, Texas, and I want to thank you for the privilege of your time, for being with us on today, allowing us into your personal and private space to encourage your heart, inspire your spirit, to to really help edify you and build you up so you can be all that God wants you to be. Now, in the midst of all of the chaos going on in our country today, we thank and praise God that the Lord is still on the throne and we need to give him some praise, even in the midst of the insanity that we are going through. Our scripture reading today comes from the book of Job, the book of Job, beginning at verse 1 of chapter 23, Job 23, beginning at verse 1, the New King James Version of the Bible reads... Then Job answered and said, Even today my complaint is bitter. My hand is listless because of my groaning. Oh, that I knew where I might find him, that I might come to his seat. I would present my case before him and fill my mouth with arguments. I would know the words which he would answer me and understand what he would say to me. Would he contend with me in his great power? No, but he would take note of me. There the upright could reason with him and I would be delivered forever from my judge. Look, I go forward, but he is not there, and backward, but I cannot perceive him. When he works on the left hand, I cannot behold him. When he turns to the right hand, I cannot see him, but he knows the way that I take. When he has tested me, I shall come forth as gold. My foot has held fast to his steps. I have kept his way and not turned aside. I have not departed from the commandment of his lips. I have treasured the words of his mouth more than my necessary food. I have read for you verses 1 through 12 of Job chapter 23 from the New King James Version of the Bible. This is the word of the Lord. Let us pray. Father, thank you for this day. In the midst of all that is going on, uh, remind us afresh and anew that you are ours and we are yours. Remind us again, God, that you are sovereignly in charge we have a responsibility to trust and obey you. I pray now, God, that the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart may be acceptable in your sight. And I pray, God, that everything that we do and the songs of Zion would edify your people. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now, as we get ready to lift our voices in song, don't forget, like us Share us with family members and friends near and far. Let them know there's never been a better time for hope. Come on, let's give God some praise on this day. Praise the Lord, everybody. Just a little word of encouragement this morning. Things may not
1: be looking the way you may want them to right now, but I guarantee you that trouble don't last always. Word of God says we may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Know that whatever you're going through, God is in control. And his plan for you is victory. Hallelujah. Let's do this, y'all. I have, a just for you. I have a message just for you. It's in his word, I know it's true. It's in his word, I know it's true. It doesn't matter what you're going through. you through. I know the Lord will see you through. You'll be encouraged. You Trouble do Trouble don't last always. Trouble don't last. Trouble don't last always. Trouble don't last. I have a message just for you. you. It's in his word I know it's It's true. true. It doesn't matter what you're going through. I know the Lord will see you through. Come on, you encourage yourself. Through. Say, trouble don't, trouble don't last. If you believe it, clap your hands wherever you are. Trouble don't last. Trouble don't last. Don't wait. Trouble don't last. The Bible says weeping may endure for a night. For a night but joy ain't coming but Joy in the, morning light. in the morning light, Weeping may endure for a night. But joy. coming in the morning. Weeping may endure. But joy coming in the morning light, Weeping may endure. But joy comes in the morning light. light. Alright, listen, y'all to celebrate hallelujah just like natural storms come and they go the storms in your life are gonna go too the word says and it came to pass so hold on to that word today and know it don't last say. trouble don't last away says in his word fear not for I am with you be not dismayed for I am your God I will strengthen you I will help you and uphold you with my righteous right hand how many of you to put your hope in God today hallelujah let's make that declaration today everybody come on say it. I'm not afraid I'm not afraid hallelujah for you are with me for you are with me I'm not afraid no I'm not afraid For you are with me yeah Do that again y'all. Say I'm not afraid I'm not afraid For you are with for me For you are with me Say I'm not afraid I'm not afraid For you are with me yeah Now declare this today, everybody. Say, God, you are my hope. God, you are my hope. Everybody lift your voice and say, Come on, everybody. everybody. Say, God, you are my home. Yeah. God, you are my home. Lift your voice and say, God, you are. God, you are my home. God, you are my home. worship where you are for you are with me yes nah, you are Jehovah Shammah and we're not afraid yes oh for you are with me yeah come on let's take it out here y'all oh God you are everybody say God you are my home sing it again say God Come on somebody shout hallelujah, hallelujah. hallelujah. Thank Glory, you. glory. Hallelujah. thank you thank you
0: god. oh my god oh my god oh my god what a powerful powerful message my hope my hope where, where is your hope that old hymn says my hope is built in nothing less than Jesus's blood and his righteousness I dare not trust the sweetest frame the sweetest human being but wholly lean on jesus name on christ the solid rock i stand all other ground is seeking sand my my hope i hope and pray that even the events of this past week have not dashed your hope and and let me tell you something if what happened this past week has dashed your hope then your hope has been in the wrong place See, our hope should never be in the White House or in the Congress. Ultimately, our hope has to be in the Lord. Somebody say amen. Put amen in the chat room, if you will, and let somebody know. You know I know what I'm talking about. Our hope needs to be in God. Let's go to God in prayer and ask God's blessings on our time today. Father, thank you for your preaching and praise time thank you for the moment that we have to celebrate you and be reminded of who you are in the midst of all that we're going through. We love you, Lord, and we ask you to bless now. Forgive us of our sins of omission, commission, those things that we have done overtly, those things that we have done covertly, those things that we have done inadvertently. Blessed is only you, can. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So you probably sat watching the television like I did on January the 6th, this past Wednesday, and, and you were sitting there in shock, in amazement uh, at, at what was transpiring and, and what was going on as, as rioters. Uh, began to uh, break through barricades and break through security lines to enter into the hallowed halls of the Capitol where uh, those congressional representatives, those senators, were deliberating and were planning to ratify the Electoral College results that would secure that Vice President Joe Biden, President-elect Joe Biden, would be inaugurated on January the 20th. And I listened as people began to talk on that night and the next day and following days as they began to talk about this being uh, one of the darkest moments in the history of our country. Uh, there were those who gave history lessons and and, and compared it to, to to moments in 1814. And 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 you heard uh, very very powerful images presented uh, as we heard people talk about the necessity of transferring power in a very uh, very deliberate and and very intentional and very safe way. Uh, you heard people blaming uh, current President Trump for for agitating to for stoking the fire of of those and. And, and I was thinking as we, as we go through this time period, how dark a time we find ourselves in. A dark time in our country where, where we have been divided over some things that you would think uh, we would never be divided over. Uh, we, we spout the words uh, that we have this inalienable right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, but, but all of us know that that has not been afforded to everybody who has come to this country and has not been afforded to everybody who has been born in this country. Uh, we have seen the, the COVID vaccine uh, ransack our world and, and, and we've seen the best laid plans of mice and men fall awry as as we had goals and plans, and, and we've learned quickly that just because you set a goal doesn't mean that goal is going to be met. Uh, 20 million people were supposed to have received the vaccine by the end of the year. Uh, some 4 million have received the vaccine, and now they're trying to figure out how do we do a better job of distributing the vaccine to the masses. Uh, economic upheaval, uh, those on the Hill playing games with whether or not people would get $600 or $2,000 and when they would give it, get it. And they had the nerve and the audacity to go home uh, without making sure that, that that piece of legislation had been signed by the president. We see the social unrest that is still present in our country. Uh, protests are still being held, and those who have been shot like Jacob Blake uh, seven times in the back, uh, officer goes uncharged. And there's all of these justifying statements for this kind of excessive force. Uh, in our Bible, there, there's a man by the name of, of Job. Uh, Job is a, is a man who was upright uh, in the sight of God, so much so that God bragged on Job to the devil. But in the 23rd chapter of of Job, verse 17, not because of anything that he did, but because of what God allowed, uh, Job gives us some powerful words. I want to read them from the New Living Translation today. Darkness is all around me. Thick, impenetrable darkness is everywhere. Everywhere. And my brothers and sisters, I I don't know about you, but I feel like 2020 in a very real sense has been a year of darkness. And for some of you, it has not just been a year of darkness globally or nationally. For some of you, it has been a year of darkness personally. You have suffered loss like you have never suffered it. You have suffered stress like you have never suffered it. You have Going through some difficulties and some of you are going through them right now. I know the year changed in terms of the calendar, but your situation and circumstance has not changed no matter how much you have tried to change your attitude in regards to what you're going through. Family members are still sick. People are still dying. Financial crunches are still right there in front of you. Uh, difficulties are still going on in your home with your spouse, with your children. And the question is, how do we manage to make it through this dark time? Today I want to continue our series, and we started last week, Don't Worry, Trust God. And I want to talk today from the thought, how to trust God through your dark times. How to trust God through your dark dark times. Uh, Job teaches us that when you go through dark times, uh, because there's a universal nature to dark times, and what I mean by that is all of us will face dark times at one time or another. Uh, The old preacher, preacher said, if you haven't gone through dark times, just keep on living. Dark times are going to come, I don't care how you define it, whether it's an emotional darkness, a mental darkness, a physical darkness, or a spiritual darkness. Everybody is either in a dark time, has just come out of a dark time, or you are on your way to a dark time. And the question is, as you go through your dark times, will you come out of your dark times better, or will you come out of your dark times broken and bitter? Two things I want you to see today out of Job chapter 23 and some ancillary scriptures that I hope and pray will encourage you to trust God through your dark times. Here's the first thing. Number one, you must recognize when you are going through dark times in your life. You must recognize when you are going through dark times in your life. Job chapter 23, beginning at verse 1, then Job spoke again. My complaint today is a bitter one, and I try hard not to groan aloud. Verse 3, if only I knew where to find God, I would go to his court. I would lay out my case and present my arguments. Then I would listen to his reply and understand what he says to me. Would he use his great power to argue with me? No he would give me a fair hearing. Honest people can reason with him, so I would be forever acquitted by my judge. I love this line, verse 8. I go east, but he is not there. I go west, but I cannot find him. I do not see him in the north, for he is hidden. I look to the south, but he is concealed. I told you Job was bragged upon by God in Job chapter 1. Uh, Satan had been walking through the earth and, and God literally says to Satan, have you checked out my servant Job? Man, what, what, what kind of life would you have to live to be bragged on by God? H- here is Job and you would think that in living a life that was pleasing to God, so much so that God would brag on Job you would think job would have an exemption from difficulties from trials and tribulations in life, but the Bible says just the opposite is true and, and here's what's interesting Job, job loses his children, he, he loses his wealth and possessions and and then he suffers physical uh, illness and, and and he's trying to talk to his three friends they are they are talking to him and then His wife is also coming at him and she's telling him, why don't you curse God and and die? And clearly, none of them understand what he is feeling and what he is going through. My brothers and sisters, let me share this with you. Many times in life, you are going to go through some dark times and, and what you are feeling and what you are going through will be unexplainable to people, sometimes those who are closest to you. See, the truth of the matter is we have a different perspective of our own lives than other people have of our lives. Let me give you an example. Have you ever heard of somebody who was famous, um, rich, seemed like they had everything going for them, and then you get word that they committed suicide? And you're like, man, why would they commit suicide? They had everything. They had all of the wealth, all of the money, all of the fame. Why would they commit suicide? But clearly, there was something missing in their life that you did not see. And my brothers and sisters, the journey in the darkness is many times a personal journey. That, that word darkness in verse 17 uh, is, is a literal darkness, but it also is used figuratively to talk about misery, uh, destruction, death, uh, sorrow, uh, a, a deep sorrow, a, a, a deep ignorance, right? Uh, th- this place of darkness, man, is a place that you don't want to go. And, and, and let me confess to you today, let me confess to you today uh, that I've been in a dark place. Uh, I've been in, in a dark place for an extended period of time. i I. I I've been in a dark place in an extended period of time as a Christian. Not only as a Christian, but as a pastor. Not only as a pastor, but the pastor of this church. And I've been blessed to be here over 26 years. We'll be 27 years this year. But I've got to tell you, I went through a period of a very dark place. And and I didn't feel like I could share it. I didn't feel like I could talk about it. And in some instances... Um, the reason I couldn't talk about it is because I couldn't articulate it. I couldn't even put it into words what I was feeling and what I was going through. You, you know, many times as Christians, we, we feel like uh, going into a dark place or dealing with uh, anxiety or worry or depression. Uh, many times as Christians, we, we feel like that is an unchristian thing to say, you know, man, don't claim that. Don't claim it. Listen to me. I need somebody to hear me today. I didn't claim my darkness before darkness claimed me. That, That dark place came without my permission and without my endorsement. And the truth of the matter is I could never get resolution for it until I claimed and owned its presence. Don't let anybody tell you don't 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 claim some claim don't don't claim it no no if it's there it's there and you have to claim it if you want God to deliver you because God can't deliver you from what you will not acknowledge is present Job describes this this darkness that he was in and and watch this Th- this darkness that he was in as he describes it in chapter 23 was not only because of what he had gone through but in verse 23 he adds another nuance to it it's because of the conspicuous absence and silence of God in regards to what he was dealing with he's trying to understand I'm going through this God where are you Because I'm not hearing from you. I'm not sensing your presence, at least in a way that makes sense to me. See, for many of us, that darkest time is really about you not seeing or sensing God in a way that makes sense to you. It's not that God is not able to be seen, it's that you are not seeing him because he's not showing up in a way that you can recognize him. See, it wasn't that God wasn't moving in Job's life. It was that Job wasn't looking and seeing God moving based on what he was going through. Job found himself in a dark place and he was seeking God to speak to him. Somebody listening today, listen to me carefully. You you personally know what it feels like to be in a dark place, and and don't let anybody minimize what you are dealing with or what you have dealt with. Don't don't let anybody say to you, oh, that's not that serious. No, 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 no. You don't know what they're going through. You don't know what I went through. I don't know what you're going through, but let's respect the fact that we all can get to a place in life where nobody but God will understand where we are and what we are feeling. Darkness is universally available. Look at James chapter 1, verse 2. Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds. Count it all joy when trials are coming. But, but here's what I want to remind you of. While God's love for you won't keep you from darkness, God's love for you can keep you through darkness. God's love for you can be with you in the midst of your dark times. My brothers and sisters, we are in a dark, dark time in our country. We really are. I mean, the level of of division and divisiveness that we're seeing the inability to disagree in an agreeable way, uh, the lies that are being told and the lies that are being believed, uh, the hatred and animosity that people have, the fact that there are people in our country who, who see the demise of how things have been as a threat to their very existence, and they are doing anything they can to hold on to what they see falling out of their hands. It's a dark time. But Job teaches us in our darkness that we can focus on God and we can go to God. I've got to stop right there. I'm, I'm praying for you. I'm praying with you, and I, I, I want us to pray uh, for our country. Uh, the, the Bible says we should pray for our, for our government officials, and, and, and that's our responsibility. And, and man, we, we, have, we, have, we have a tough time that we're dealing with right now. Uh, but my hope and my prayer is that we will uh, pray and we will continue to fight for justice, um, not, not being led by, by lies or rumors or innuendos, but facts that we will be respectful and, and even in our disagreeing that we would be agreeable uh, to make sure that we can move forward in the best possible way. Let's, let's pray. Father, I thank you for today and I thank you for uh, your word. Uh, for somebody, God, the truth is today uh, they are in a dark place at a dark time and and one of the the tragedies and one of the things they must overcome is the denial that they're in a dark place the ignorance that they're in a dark place for some God they have been listening to the words of others who have said man you need to get some help my sister you need to get some help and they were like no no I'm going to be all right." God by the power of your Holy Spirit help them today To recognize things are not right. Things are not well. I'm not where I need to be. And I need to make a change. God, for our country, we pray today. For our president in the remaining days that he has in office. For all of our government officials and leaders. I pray, God, that you would give them a mind to make decisions beyond themselves. To think about the greater good. To think and act beyond their individual comfort level. To do what is best for the many and not for the few. God, where my prayers fall short, I ask you to make up the difference. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, I want to thank you for being with us today. Listen. First, if you want to accept Jesus Christ into your life today or you want to become a member of our church, I want to give you that opportunity. I want to thank you for uh, those of you who have joined and united with our church virtually on the digital platform. And as we are experiencing this surge within a surge, uh, we are looking at how do we memorialize what we're doing and, and make it more permanent. Uh, so that those of you who have been blessed and touched by this ministry, uh, I've gotten encouraging notes and, and, and emails and text messages uh, from all over the country. And we've gotten viewers from all over the world. I want to let all of you know, man, how grateful we are for the privilege of your time. And we're going to help facilitate your discipleship on the digital platform. So it's more than just streaming. We want to invest in you. We want to pour in you to help you become all that God wants you to be to fulfill your potential in Jesus Christ. I want to say to you, if you're looking for a church home, just click on the link that says, I I want to become a member of the church. We'd love to show you uh, how the Good Hope Missionary Baptist Church in Houston, Texas can help you and can be your spiritual fulfillment center. Um, If you want to know how to accept Jesus Christ as your Savior, you want to ask Jesus Christ into your life, just click on the link that says, I want to be a Christian. And you can follow the steps and we'll show you how to make Jesus Christ your Savior and Lord. Now, for those of you who would like to worship the Lord in giving, first of all, I want to thank all of our members for your faithful giving, all of our visitors for your generous giving. I want to thank you. Um, Man, God has used our ministry in such a powerful way beyond just sermons and worship and beyond devotionals. God has done some tremendous things through this ministry. Thousands of people have been uh, fed through this ministry. Hundreds of people have been uh, tested. Here on our campus in our partnership with Platinum Medical Group, Um, we have tested uh, hundreds of people and those who have been testing positive have gotten the help that they need. Uh, We're doing everything that we can to help combat COVID-19 because even though the calendar turned over to a new year, some old problems followed us into 2021, COVID-19 being one of them. And so we want to continue uh, to pray. And all of that, all of that, in all honesty, happens because of your generosity, because of your giving. Uh, We've got several other projects that we're working on now, Uh, some some hiring projects, some economic development projects to give those who are underemployed and some who are unemployable give them an opportunity to get back on their feet. Uh, We're looking at housing programs. We have some youth programs that we're going to be Uh, not just partnering with, but implementing, looking at bringing an FQHC, a federally qualified health center on our campus. All of those things happen because of your generous giving. There are seven different ways that you can give, uh, six of them on the digital platform. And we would love, if you feel so inclined, we would love to have you partner with us in the kingdom building work. All right. Listen, last but not least, God is doing something wonderful in me God is doing something wonderful in you, and I pray that as we move into this new year, you're not just making resolutions, but you are setting some goals. Don't have a long list of resolutions. Put a short list of goals together with some steps so you can make some progress in your life to becoming all God has created you to be, all right? Until next time, God bless you, and God keep you is my prayer.
1: Encourage the person that made me near you, telling God is doing something wonderful in you. Come on, oh yeah! God is doing something wonderful in you. God is doing something wonderful in you. Something awesome, yeah. Something awesome and incredible that only He will get. God is doing it on the inside. And it's showing up on the outside. And it's oh, showing up on the Something, something awesome, awesome and incredible. Only he will, will get the glory. God is doing something wonderful.